That probably felt really good for him too, because I imagine he wouldn't be told that he does better than his brother in like really any other area of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his brother was like the good boy, the responsible one, the one who does the right thing, and he's the troublemaker. Welcome to the Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene by scene analysis. Featuring sharp co hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support the Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 167 and 168 of Let's Play. And we are here with Jocelyn and Ocean. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Awesome. So these two episodes um, contain a nice big plot point, which we weren't so sure about before. So exciting stuff going on. <laughs> so we open at the Daily Grind where um, Vicky and, um, wow, I'm totally blanking. Brain fart. What's and oh, Angela? <laughs> okay, um, Angela are talking to Sam, and Dallas is there in the background. And they're talking about you know the egg that they got, and they're so excited, um, you know, about what they can do, blah blah blah. It's like a bunch of stuff. And then we have Dallas who is like so excited about his new coffee skills. I mean, this this part is worth reading out loud. He's like, one half soy, half almond mocha with sugar free chocolate, and one gingerbread frappuccino, extra hot, double blended. <laughs> like how (laughs) oh my gosh I mean at least he found a passion that's really like amazing because he was like nowhere (laughs) so that's good Uh, one day ago he didn't even drink coffee (laughs) exactly it's crazy well you can see he's been drinking coffee now my gosh jitters jitters And he just goes on this like massive monologue and he's like, Oh, I hope you like that. I just don't have a kit yesterday and it's been amazing. And I watch videos all night. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. <laughs> and it's adorable. Like, exactly like you said, Jocelyn. Like, this this guy was grumpy and he was mad and he had like a lot of good reasons to be mad. You know, his parents, a lot of issues, family life was not that great. So, and his older brother's relationship was not wonderful. He was stealing and he was like ashamed about that. So, the fact that he now has something that he loves that can make him excited and that he can learn more about and like gain knowledge and have a hobby is just fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm so happy for him. Um, also, can I jump back for one second? Mm-hmm. Yep. So when Sam was talking about the, uh, the uh, dragon egg, she says, I hope it's either Dragon King Cairo or Dragon King. <gasps> oh my <Cairo."> gosh. <laughs> from sub-zero the other webcomic no, i did not so I, funny I zoned over that thank you <laughs> that was such a cool little easter egg right there i always love when they reference other you know webtoons and whatever in there yes. <laughs> yeah i've been yeah i've been reading a ton a bunch of other i think it was recently in maybe eternal nocturnal had some and then life Light's new comic had a midnight poppy line reference yes yeah. <laughs> It's really, it's really nice to see how they all like read each other's comics and you know promote each other's comics. It's very sweet. Yeah, yeah no. Do you guys have any guesses whether it's going to be uh, the fire or ice dragon? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, honestly, I hope it's clove. <laughs> I don't know. I like the blue. Yeah, I, I did not. I don't have an opinion either way because I just like. 
to me, it's like video game stuff. I thought it was like not important. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm betraying my complete like not lack of interest in video games. <laughs> That's why this this web comic is is kind of fun because it can touch a lot of different people. Like you know, gamers could read this and go like, I know that reference or whatever. But it could be anybody like to enjoy this. So I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's about the people. <laughs> so um Dal- Angela and Vicky are like really enjoying watching Dallas. They think he's cute. You know, Vicky has this like adorable expression on her face. And you know, it's also giving him like the self-esteem because he says, like, oh, D says I've got a knack for making coffee, but she's too nice to tell the truth. And when they look at it and they, you know, and they drink it and they're like, wow, this is amazing, he, you know, it's very affirming to him that he now has is good at something and it's so important for someone to be good at something it is you know uh i mean his brother is a a go-getter on stuff like that so he was not really that personality but you can see that it could be like they do share some similarities i guess you know for passions and whatever yeah and he was probably you know he was probably in the shadow of link for a long time right link was the good guy uh yeah so no like he like i said he you know he has tangents with his brother so it's good (laughs) yeah hopefully he's not stealing toilet paper anymore that's you know (laughs) that's the one thing i think he'll stop after this but you know they could also save the roles i mean like we save the roles for my my kid's school like yeah Mm-hmm. I still want to know like how like why he stole so much for what for paper paper papering houses I don't know like <laughs> oh, it was for that project do you remember it was um he made like this uh this fantasy figurine out of like uh oh okay I guess I completely missed that <laughs> gotta go back <laughs> read it all again <laughs> yeah, that's his other hobby which apparently he's really good at so yeah, Angela like praises him massively. She tells him that it tastes better the way he does it than when Link makes it. And he blushes because you remember like he has a little crush on him, Angela. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so cute. That probably felt really good for him too, because I imagine he wouldn't be told that he does better than his brother in like really any other area of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his brother was like the good boy, the responsible one, the one who does the right thing. And he's the troublemaker. Ugh. I feel bad for him. Now he's the coffee maker too. He's doing well for himself. Right, exactly. He's like, I impress them, you know. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, his line is really funny. He's like, "Well, ladies, next time you want some quality coffee, you know which Hudson brother can be provide." <laughs> it's a little sexually tinged, I think. Do you think so? Yeah, he's yeah. jealous, obviously. <laughs> he's really cute. So they head out to the gym and Sam says goodbye. He gives her coffee. Um, And then, you know, as he gives her coffee, she's like, you know, she was just looking at him and he just completely stops in his tracks, blushes again. It's still shaking. And he's like, mommy. And Sam's (laughs) like, what? Like me? (laughs) Like, that's not the kind of reaction she usually gets. But then we see (laughs) it is not actually directed at her. There is a very bosom lady coming up from behind her. <laughs> and it is our beloved Monica. I guess she really is a showstopper. 
for more than one person. <laughs> She's also very tall or wearing very high heels because she is like really significantly taller than Sam. Yeah, I think Sam is quite short as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, the height difference is crazy. <laughs> yeah and she's cute like morning kiddo and you know she uses like this interesting analogy she's like last time we spoke we were trying to get at you a catch did your rate did your bait and boats manage to reel one in i love her little like analogies like that it's good (laughs) very discreet too it's kind of her knowing how embarrassed sam gets anyway yeah that's and a good point. Like, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. I thought she was just using that because that's how she speaks. Like she kind of talks in an interesting way, but I didn't think about it that maybe she's del- being deliberately sensitive. And you know, she, she might be used to it being like a, a YouTuber online, like trying to get her point across without like insulting too many people or something. Like a oh, safe way of speaking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. <laughs> like direct and explicit (laughs) that's interesting yeah so they they have lunch together or that they seem to have had breakfast together that's what it looks like and they're sitting down on these couches it looks like they've been talking for a while right which you know monica is also you see by the way from the body posture right monica looks very comfortable and sam is like nervous you know she's like clenching her arms she's like her legs are together yeah, she's a bit tense about the conversation they're having, basically. So, yeah, it's definitely not her. Like she, she's not op- like as open. But I think with Monica, like she's feeling like she can be. You know, like Monica's so, like I guess experienced in her eyes, I guess, or whatever. So, yeah, like it's true. The posture really tells you the whole story right there. <laughs> She really does look like a kid, like, getting scolded in that, like, panel. It's very cute and very Sam-like. Yeah. And you see, you know, Monica is a woman who's clearly very confident with her sexuality. Like, she is wearing a very low-cut top, shows off her breasts. She's wearing a mini skirt. You see her nice thighs. And Sam is, like, fully covered up and, you know, hiding in on herself. So while obviously Sam has come a long way from the beginning of the comic, like she is still not fully comfortable with that. And this whole conversation shows that, you know, she asks her, um, you know, have you managed to go all the way? She says, yes, we have. And she <laughs> wants to hear the juicy details, which I totally relate to because I'm unfortunately like that as well. <laughs> and, you know, they, they chibi turn into chibi faces. It's like, did you have fun? And Sam's all shy and turns away and like, it's like, Yeah. <laughs> And she asks her, like, did he have fun too? And she's like, I think so. And Monica's like, what do you mean you think so? You don't know? Like, you couldn't tell? And she, you know, Sam recollects their interactions. And, you know, when she directly asked him, which was good of her, right? She, like, asked him straight out, like, was it good for you? Did it make you happy? And he says yes. And, you know, again, in the car when they talk about it, where she realizes he also enjoyed himself. And she tells her that, you know, she kind of, like, get some confidence because she turns around and looks at her and you know says yes he, he did enjoy it and she has a smile on her face so um yeah so now monica says 
you know, why did you have to ask if he enjoyed it? Like, didn't you take care of him? And she's like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> so Monica's like, oh, did you take care of him? And you don't want to be a starfish. And so I was like, what's a starfish? And we have a very cute illustration, <laughs> a little graphic. <laughs> like you have the Sam figure just laying down like a starfish and the, the man figure or the Charles figure uh, looking like, oh shit. I mean, sorry. <laughs> like, oh, this is, this is not too exciting. <laughs> you see the sweat mark on the person. <laughs> and <laughs> she explains the starfish is a sexual partner that just lays there and doesn't participate or try to make sure that the partner is happy and they don't get poor play or give anything in return. And, you know, she really gives her like a lesson in how to be a good sexual partner. You know, she's like, you have to have your foreplay, you have to make sure he has a good time and um, you have to put in the work too. And, you know, honestly, I felt like, I don't know, did I have to learn these lessons? I don't, I don't think so. I think I kind of figured that out, but like, you know, I think it's important to have someone let you know, like if you can't intuitively pick that up. Exactly. Like it's, yeah, it, it's something you learn pretty quickly because it's like, it's boring for the other person. And no matter who it is, whatever party it is, it's going to be boring. If, you, if you know, you're know you starfish and you're just letting them do whatever, it's like not fun for them too. Like you have to be involved. It's a two-person situation. I love that they go through this in this, in this webtoon because there is a lot of that like learning, discovery, whatever. And I don't know. I like it. I like the way they illustrate these things like emotions and, you know, how like, like lust and it, it, that shows up and it's always the same kind of figures where it's very simple and it gets straight to like the point. I love that. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I like how they use Sam to make this point because I feel like a lot of the other people have that experience or they were like bold enough to try things out and I think Sam is like so nervous she doesn't want to try things but she's not considering how her other or how the other person would feel so I like big sister Monica here very sweet yeah I like her too yeah this webtoon does have like a lot of really healthy lessons about relationships and that sexual dynamics or you know any kind of dynamic but have you heard the word starfish before, by the way? I actually haven't heard of it. Uh, I think I have, but it's it's been a while since it, it came up because, like, I don't know. I, I'm almost nearly, like, I'm 38, so I feel like it was, like, back yeah. when I was a lot younger that I heard that term. But I think that still sta stands as a term because yeah that's what it really looks like especially from this <laughs> illustration it's just like I pointed star there you go <laughs> yeah. and you know Sam like takes a while to think about it she you know it's like I guess I haven't I mean how would I even right and I have a feeling if we get another sex scene between Charles and Sam this will come up like she'll be more active in trying to help you know trying to make Charles feel good he's gonna be so surprised I have a feeling <laughs> like it's gonna be like what wait hold on you're in control now and that's gonna be interesting I, I still think she'll be very shy about it but I think she'll make it effort yeah she'll do it <laughs> she's stronger than we you know than she looks I think you know like she'll she'll do it she'll get the courage and it's because she's getting all these lessons is good yeah 
Yeah, she's awesome. building it. Yeah, she's building her character, I think. So now there's a really, really interesting conversation. And I do want to like read the, the lines because I think it's really pivotal. She asks her, she's like, so this guy, do you like him? Or was it just a one night stand? And she's like, well, it's been more than just one night, but he said he didn't want a relationship. And we're just meeting each other's needs. He didn't want to be there. Anything more serious between us, which by the way, I don't know how you feel about those lines. I would get so angry if I heard someone tell me that. But I was like, he's using you. Like, run fast. Like, why would you do that? That's my personal uh, feelings on those things. But notwithstanding, you know, the fact that we know about Charles's trauma and his issues. But like, I would get very upset if I heard that. How do you guys feel? I don't know. I mean, I know that that at the time, like Sam wanted to try things and she she didn't know she didn't know where to go with that so it kind of was like the opportunity she needed to kind of jump into that kind of thing I mean she like like we know like she didn't have time to socialize in college and didn't have time to experiment or do anything like that so when you know when he says that it's really obvious like at first like this is the agreement and whatever but you can see like there's more to this than what you know Charles lets on but yeah it's a little bit insulting and like you said like it is using the other person but she's also doing that as well to to get you know some experience which you know they both have kind of guilt in there as well on that part so I don't know I think it's kind of even in like how unfair it is yeah so that's my I think, also, <laughs> I think it also depends on the people because I think there is a lot of people out there who um, want that kind of relationship and they're okay with it and they kind of set those boundaries for each other and I think if both people are okay with it I don't think it's necessarily bad um, but you know if someone is looking for a relationship and they really did like that person I could see that being really hurtful and demeaning really like being told like not to get attached like I I wouldn't like that I'd be very upset if somebody said that to me especially after forming the connection I think the two of them did before they got intimate right so I agree like Jocelyn you're right like they both started out saying okay we don't want a relationship and on Sam's side too (laughs) which honestly even on Sam's side I'm not so sure like if I don't think she understood you know yeah I don't think she knew what she wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do think that obviously both of them like each other more and like now they're at a decision point <laughs> and that's what yeah. Monica says she says huh <laughs> sex friends arrangements rarely last almost someone almost oh, ends up almost always ends up getting attached but you still didn't answer my question do you like him or not which is the attachment question <laughs> and Sam blushes takes a while to think about it and remembers all, you know, she has flashbacks while she says he's kind, gentle, tender, and affectionate when we're alone. And I like that side of him. But there are times when I can feel him withdraw and he seems cold and distant, guarded, like he's trying to keep a part of himself away from me. <laughs> Which I think is wonderful that we get to see into her mind because I really think that at this point in the story, we're going to get a, a, a turning point where Sam and Charles. I think 
their relationship is going to take a backseat and we're going to get into Sam and Marshall, which we're going to talk more about next episode. But I really think that the fact that Monty is letting us see her mindset, it's showing us that, you know, we're not the only ones who know about Charles's dysfunctions, you know, and his inability to connect and like his trauma. So she, she notices it too. And I think, you know, and she's telling us how those are things that she doesn't like. Yeah, I was really proud of her here because I feel like she's very new or she's obviously very new to relationships. And I don't think that that's something I would have necessarily picked up on or would have considered a red flag if I was that new to a relationship. So I think that really shows how mature she is. And I think also that this is kind of setting us up, like you said, for her to kind of withdraw from Charles a little bit. Sure. Like like you said, the Marshall thing, the Marshall relationship is going to be more, I think, a bit more open as far as feelings go. Whereas mm-hmm. like, you know, Charles trying to keep everything in, bottled up, you know, he does have past issues. But Marshall, I think, wants to open to Sam because she's just so inviting that way. So yeah, there will be some yeah, I think there will be some detachment from Charles a little bit, for sure. Okay, I also just thought of something else that's probably, like, so far stretched, <laughs> but with the dragon things, with, like, the fire and ice, like, mm-hmm. we use ice to, like, talk about Charles, like, his melting hearts, and I would see Marshall as, like, someone who's, like, warm, so I wonder if it's gonna, like, symbolize, kind of, oh, maybe yeah. gonna go with them. That would be really interesting, and that would that would make the video game details like actually relevant. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. That's cool. And now she tells her, she's like, "Well, it doesn't matter how I feel, whether I like him or not. I'm not supposed to get attached. It's part of the rules, against the rules." And Monica's like, "That's where you're wrong, kiddo. It does matter how you feel. And as your proverbial fairy godmother, it's my job to make you understand the fact." Monica is so good. She's so she smart, really wise. Mm-hmm. And I just, I like that they're like, they're almost complete opposites. And I think that's what's really helping their, I mean, their friendship is going to be good, I think, for both of them too. Like, even though Monica, like Monica gets to, to be that mother hen. And I think she likes that, you know? So yeah, that was a good episode. <laughs> it was very sweet. There's a lot of like, friendship there. I like that. Mm-hmm. any episode with monica or with monica in it is a good episode for me i love her so much yeah she's great yeah she she like reminds me of myself a lot in the sense that like i can also be very blunt and very bold and very loud and uh, you know most of the time i'm okay with that but sometimes i feel like i'm a little too much and um but seeing things like this i'm like you know what it's a time and place for people like me. <laughs> like, oh, it's not yeah. that bad. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, sometimes you have to hear the kind of the truth to wake up. And I think that's why, like, when you're bold and you're out there and you just say what you think, sometimes it comes across as, like, hard. But no, like, sometimes you need to hear the truth, mm-hmm. you know, from other perspectives. So, yeah, no fine we need people like you like you said (laughs) has to be yeah and monica is definitely you know really helping sam along her journey of understanding herself and her her sexual self and her relationship self so she is really helping her a lot Mm -hmm. 
All right. So let's go to the next episode. So episode 168 and definitely a turning point episode or hinting to a turning point. So we, um, you know, we review a little bit of the, the fact that we found out that Diane is Marshall, which we were not so sure, right? Like I we, was. You were. Okay. So, yeah, I pretty, okay. I had a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was a little confused by the reveal because, and a lot of fans were just based on the discussion because they were like, wait, is it, is it really Marshall? Like, is it just, did the, did the bomb get dropped like that? Because it was like kind of very casual and like it wasn't like a dramatic buildup. So um, some people were surprised and people thought it was like, you know, the way he reacted was like, oh yeah, sure, I'm Marshall. Like that maybe was like, not really. But this episode clinches it. <laughs> and um, we see that right away, Marshall is like, you know, talking with, Abe and Vicky, and they're, you know, confronting him about that. So I just gotta, at this point, I just have to say, um, I'm sorry to say, bruh, because our, our <laughs> beloved co-host, she's not on this episode, but we we all know that she has been a very, very staunch defender of the Charles Dion theory, and I just want to extend my condolences. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> R.I.P. Charles Dion and long live sad Dion. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I feel a little vindicated, right? All of us do. Like his behavior was so martial. It just, it just, I didn't think, I didn't think it would be Charles. No. I mean, like, I mean, Charles had said in the past he didn't really play games. So that was like a big cue to say, like, it's probably not him because this is like, you know, an MMO, and I don't know, like, that's not the kind of game you just jump in if you're not a gamer, so I had the feeling it wasn't going to be Charles, but I'm glad it's Marshall, actually, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know, he needs friendships like that, so I think it was good to see that it was him, and that he is trying to get into the group, like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the one who actually said that, um, I remember way back on that episode, you said that in order to get max level, you need to have been playing for a long time. Like you can't have been like having a new person. So that was your like very significant contribution <laughs> to the Marshall Dion side. <laughs> so yeah. So that was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the fact that, you- that he had this rare item also was a very big mm-hmm. hint that he had like some backers or someone who's like giving him giving him free stuff and as a youtuber he probably was given stuff from you know fans or whatever so yeah it was a big hint when he gave her the egg i was like yeah it's got to be marshall <laughs> so yeah so he's sitting there um in the i think it's the yoga studio right and he's looking so guilty and dare I say it, very muscled. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> He's adorable. You just want to like ruffle his hair. So cute. And, you know, <laughs> Abe's glaring at him and Vicky's a little more neutral, but, uh, you know, he seems to feel like um, cornered and he's like, oh, do I really have to say that I'm dying on? I'm just getting online. I'm not doing any harm. And they tell him, you know, that if he doesn't say that he is Marshall then she might not you know, behave the way she she behaves differently to Zion, right? She might confide in him. She might um, tell him things that she wouldn't have told Marshall. And then he's betraying her trust. And um, yeah, so 
I think that's very good that they're saying that. I mean, both this episode and the last episode are like really, really good lessons in how to treat people and relationships. Again, it's like, it's just really, really mature and profound. And I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I understand why, you know, her friends are worried about it now that they know that it's him because, you know, your online persona doesn't always match your real life. You know, the way you, you interact with people is different online, whether or not you, you know it or not. So in the game, like he could, he could pretend to be whatever. And she will just take it as like, oh yeah, this is, this guy's great or whatever. So yeah, her friends are worried because they don't want to see that. Like they don't want her to be like, like led on as like, you know, well, I just need you for my emotionalness and that's it. You know, <laughs> like you have to tell her. Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I go with the friends on this one for sure. So. Yeah. And also like you tell, so sometimes you tell strangers things that you wouldn't tell people who know you because, you know, there's no repercussions. They, they don't know who you are. So she has to know, right? Yeah. yeah, no, you definitely see, like, a more bold Sam in the game, so I feel like she more than likely would be more sharing and a little bit more almost her authentic self online. Not that she's not usually, but just, like, that deeper self, and it'd be kind of sad if that's how Marshall got to know her without her actually knowing that mm-hmm. it was Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we do get confirmation from Marshall that he only found out, like, then, he didn't know all along. He didn't know before. Like, you know, it's pretty obvious from the episodes, but he just, you know, tells us just to be sure that, you know, he didn't know that it was Ariadne. Sam was Ariadne. And now he tells us a little bit of his background that he used to play World of Warcraft a while ago before he became a YouTuber. YouTuber, And he stopped playing because the guild had expanded and his friends had left and he, there wasn't any reason for him to do it. And now he looks really, really sad. And he says that lately I've missed the camaraderie, the friendships, and the fun I used to have while playing it. And I wanted to recapture some of that magic. So you really see, you know, he's lonely. And I think that, you know, we, we talked a lot about the fact that he's a, a YouTuber. So on one hand, he's really popular and he interacts with fans all day. But on the other hand, it can be very isolating. And he has some friends, like we've seen him with his friends, but he has a lot of difficulty with, you know, his YouTube personality and his real personality and merging the two. So, and, you know, he has to rediscover, like, the joy in life. He has a lot of pressure on himself, you know, to constantly produce and produce and produce, and he overworks himself. So he really, really needs to learn to relax and have fun. Yeah, and I mean, he chose this to to do that, to, like, de-stress and, you know, find friendships, at, you know, and have fun and I don't think he has fun in most of these things these videos he's playing he's just acting basically mm-hmm. whereas here he doesn't have to act he's just doing it for his own purposes fun so yeah I agree I think it is a little bit ironic too that he ended up like just completely on accident bumping into Sam and all of her friends like, I just love that. Like, more and more he's been seeing them and, like, etching or, like, moving his way into their friend group. And I just love that. I think they're going to be a very warm, like, welcoming group for him in real life and in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. I mean, it also, like, parallels how they, he just ended up moving next to 
Sam in real life, like out of all people to move next to, right? <laughs> and the yeah. yoga teacher now, and the, you know, like they're already involved. So in his life somehow. So that's, it's also good to have that also, like not just Sam, but everyone else, like he knows, like he's met. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And he says, you know, he almost gave up until he ran across our Rodney. The game had become all about power leveling, pushing dungeons, waiting in life queues, elf FGQs. But she took me under her wing and made sure I had fun and felt welcome. And he says that they didn't start off on the best of terms. We have a little flashback. She had every reason to be upset with me for what I did with her game, but she didn't hold a grudge. She accepted my apology and she's been nothing but kind. So this is, you know, like a real, oh, and he says that, you know, he suspected it might be because she was a fan, but, oh, but then he realizes it wasn't because after playing with her online, he realized that she's a genuinely nice person and she cares deeply for those she's close to and has no motivation other than love. We see a bunch of flashbacks. So Marshall is really getting to appreciate Sam, which I don't know about you, but that's that all I was thinking was, okay, we're, we're all going aboard the Marshall Sam train, I think. The only yeah, thing, for, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to point out, I think it's really um, interesting in the panel um, where he's talking to her. It's when they were fishing. She like looks at him all flirty when she's pointing. Like, I think that's an interesting panel to put up because mm. I've always was like um a little bit flirty kind of sexual and I kind of think that that hints to like maybe a romance between them yep well we've all said this right we said Charles is going to go to England and she's going to get closer to Marshall and then what happens then we don't know like is Charles going to come back like is it going to be Charles in the end or Marshall in the end or no one in the end or someone else or like you know but I definitely feel we're heading on towards the Charles uh, Marshall direction now well, I, I what I was going to mention is, you know, I, I mean, he's already let Monica go. Mm. And, you know, I don't think he's really looking for that kind of relationship right now. Like he just wants to get better and, you know, be happy, a little bit happier, uh, you know, and the whole parents thing. And I just think it's not the time for him but he will end up maybe making a deeper connection with Sam than, than he has with like anyone else, which I think is actually the beginning of a big, a better relationship than he, she has with Charles right now. Cause there's no, like, there's no like deepness there. Whereas Marshall can go deep without being with her first. I have a feeling, but that's my take. Cause I don't know, like, I don't think it's going to be like, okay let's go mm-hmm. so I completely agree yeah it's gonna be a slow burn like. yeah <laughs> I think so we'll see <laughs> you never know where this is gonna go so but yeah yeah I like your point how Marshall is capable of being open much faster than Charles like he will talk about his feelings without uh you know an intimate relationship exactly <laughs> Oh, and you know, he's like, and you know, he's just, just still looking down and just really contemplative. And this is something that is really meaningful to him. And he says, I haven't known a lot of people like that in my life. And I'd hate to make things weird between us if she learned I was dying all along. Um, so he's really explaining himself and explaining why he's hesitating to tell her. And, you know, his sincerity and his heart, heartfelt emotion and like the trials he's been through really touch Abe and Vicky. You can see how they, 
no look at each other and they uh. feel bad for him yeah <laughs> and you know they say like they're happy that he has a positive experience and that you learned that there's someone who can make you so happy is it like foreshadowing no 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 <laughs> but you know wouldn't it be nice for sam to have that experience to learn that she a friend that she has in already in her life that she could get even closer to them more more foreshadowing more hints <laughs> plus he's right next door come on (laughs) (laughs) and she says i've known sam for a long time i don't think she'd treat you any less kindness if she knew you were dion and they you know he asked so you think i should tell her should i tell her i'm dion or are you planning on doing it and they look at each other thinking you look at each other again and they say well we don't want to risk our friend getting hurt but we want to give you the chance to do the right thing he sighs and turns away which means like yeah they're putting the ball in his court (laughs) He's gonna, he's gonna have to do it. I hope he has, you know, the the metaphorical, metaphorical balls to do it. (laughs) It's like what it is. We'll see. Yeah, I I know he will. I mean, he knows he does the right thing, even if it's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. He's like such a little puppy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And but now, Abe with his great wisdom and you know just really understanding what's in front of him and seeing how lonely Marshall is and how sad he is um he tells him yeah that he wants to offer him the uh invite him to the ghoul he says that we're a family and maybe we can try to help you capture some of that magic and Marshall's face is like no, no, no. <laughs> like oh that would be great also yeah, really <laughs> basically like it's funny. I like his expressions. Abe is a nice guy. I'm very impressed. A good person. Uh-huh. I forget. Like, is Abe married? I forgot also. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been really shipping him with Vicky. Like yeah. they would be such a great couple together. Or they can be platonic. I'm cool with that too. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I had to throw that out there. <laughs> no, I I feel like I thought he was married, but then I think it was his friend who was married. So um, am I going to reread all of it? No, but I don't know. But I'm sure someone does know. So if you know, please comment below. Yes. <laughs> Let us know. Tell us which episode we can look it up in. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's, he's sweet. So now we go to um, Sam is shopping in the grocery store and she is so embarrassed. She's looking around because she is remembering what Monica told her about contraception. She basically told her, you have to um, buy condoms, keep them in your house, in your purse. Can't count on the guy having them, buy them, you know, better late than never, or in this case, pregnant. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Once again, practical advice, right? She told her last time already to, to do birth control. So, and Sam, that's not been, you know, taking her up on that yet. <laughs> So now she's in the store and she is super embarrassed. She says it's hard enough for her to buy feminine products like tampons or whatever. And she's like, this is just horrible. And now she sees the wall of condoms and she's like so overwhelmed because there are so many different types. This is hilarious. You know what? I, I, I get her (laughs) because at the beginning it was like, what the heck? Like, why are there so many, like, so many sizes and they name them weird and it it this is exactly what she's going through is what I felt when I first had this problem so 
yeah, <laughs> like I get this so, so much. <laughs> There's too many things. <laughs> Should I be like TMI here? So um, I have never, uh, well, I've only been with Yoel and we have never used a condom because uh, we only had sex after marriage and we well, wanted to have kids right away. Um, and then also condoms are like a big no-no in like Orthodox Judaism. You have to use like other kinds of birth control. So yeah, never, never use condoms. There we go. <laughs> use other, <laughs> other birth control, but not this. <laughs> well, this definitely like was, was like surprising yeah. when it first happened. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's, but, it's not a good time. I'm 26 and married and I still get embarrassed when yeah. I go. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I pick them out. <laughs> so I'm so surprised that Sam is not the type of person to order everything online. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Unless you classic that night. That's a really good point. Yeah, <laughs> she should have looked this up. Like, like when I was like, you know, I, I didn't have that opportunity. Like there was no internet that you could just search and like I wouldn't have known how and but now it's like everything is just at your fingertips why wouldn't you just look this up and find out what you need you know order it I think honestly it's just like we wouldn't have a really funny scene if Sam ordered it online so we just have to have her go to the store absolutely (laughs) and yeah she's like completely overwhelmed there's so many different types of different sizes colors brands and what is that they have different flavors. They have flavors. I love that she's like, are you supposed to eat them? No, <laughs> no that's ridiculous. They're still made of latex. It's true. <laughs> oh gosh, she's so cute. And she's like, what are these size names? Prince, King, Emperor? Which is, by the way, so funny because it's like flattering no matter what. You know, it's like they choose nice names, you know? <laughs> And she's like, I oh. wonder, like, I, I was, I was thinking about this, but do we think that this is also a reference to the last manga with the two, like the fire and ice and I don't know, it's just like king and emperor and, you know, like, you don't, why would it be those things? Like, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, which, any specific like question? A, like, a, I don't know. I can't think of one, but there are like so many right. that have this kind of like schema mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it's funny. It also it shows how it plays to the male ego, you know, it's like you have yeah. to have fancy names and make you feel good about yourself. <laughs> she has a really cute line. I thought condoms were used for protection, not a coronation. <laughs> and she thinks everyone is watching her, which like I am sure nobody is watching her. <laughs> but in her head, that's what she feels. You know, they're like looming over her. Yeah, I think anything that you're self-conscious about and you go somewhere and you try to whatever, it's always going to be kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. if you know you're going for like a, a doctor's appointment and you know they're going to, oh no, there's going to be exams and, you know, you're just like, everyone knows. <laughs> it's like, nobody knows. <laughs> like, move on. <laughs> you know. Nobody knows, nobody's looking, nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have a, um, person who works in the store his name is Austin and he comes over he's like oh you know how can I help you and you just see from the expression on his face already Manji's already making him out to be a little skeezy he's like his expression is not normal 
And I'm sorry, you leave someone alone when they are in the uh, family planning section. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, make their decision in peace. <laughs> yeah, <away>. like, <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to buy this and I'm embarrassed. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, thank you. I'm, I'm okay on my own. She's very uneasy. And he, um, he's like, I see. Well, is there anything I can do to help put a smile on your face? Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's flirting. He's he's trying to seek, you know, play his game, shoot a shot, but she's not really into it. She and I don't think you know what I don't think she's used to it either. And that might be like another thing on top of being embarrassed about what she's doing. It's mm-hmm. also being hit on and you know, in a place where you're already <laughs> embarrassed. I don't know. Yeah, right. you can see she's almost blue. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because, like, you know, is he, we don't know yet, is he skeezy or is he just trying to shoot his shot, right? Like, he's presented as skeezy, but like, he hasn't done anything so terrible yet, except for annoying her in the condom section. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like also, if someone's buying condoms, that should kind of be a clue that they're with someone else right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe leave her alone. <laughs> she's having sex but not with you she's like, not trying you know it's like she's here for someone else obviously it's funny we've only known him for like three panels but i feel like austin lives in this section of the store <laughs> <laughs> like who does this also like who who tries to flirt with someone in this section or even in a, at your job or in the store I guess it happens but it's just like so like you said sleazy and <laughs> yeah bad news I have to say when I was like um like graduated high school and I you know thought I was gonna start dating I was so insulted when I was like in the grocery store or the library and like no one hit on me I was like wait what happens in all the rom-coms they all meet at like the grocery line or like <laughs> while they're waiting for something I'm like well, I know why is no one interested in me like what's wrong with me it's like welcome to real life <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I remember I was sitting in the college library and there was this guy who was sniffling and I offered him a tissue and he just said, thank you. And I was like, wait, I, I just gave you a tissue. Like, this is a meat cute, my friend. You have to go further. You can't just say thank you. And that's it. It's like, you can ask my number. You could, you know, it's like, come on. I was just um, so I was too shy. I, I mean, these days I'm married, but like, I'm, I'm not shy anymore. Right. So like, but 17, no, I was, I was not going to do that. <laughs> the tissue was already bold enough for me that, that was that was my limit yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny so the first time I heard you say that I was listening to a different podcast and I was delivering mail and I just had my earpiece in and I was cracking up and someone just happened to come up and they're like are you okay because I was like crying laughing so I was like that just right there. <laughs> I'm like I'm fine it's you wouldn't get it <laughs> That, I said this tissue story before. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. Aw, I'm glad it was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Still remember what the guy looked like. He was blonde. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So what do we uh, what do we have to say about this episode? Like, are you guys excited for 
uh, excited or sad for the probable Marshall direction? Um, I'm looking forward to what happens next when he's going to tell her, <laughs> um, you know, what will happen with Charles when she decides to, you know, make it more interesting <laughs> with him. I don't know. There's a lot going on. Like, I, I think it could go like, I don't know what the next episode's going to be because she hasn't really set us up like a next time, you know, like there's no direction right now. It could be, it could be on a Marshall thing or a, a Sam thing and, or a Charles thing. And we don't know what's going on. Maybe Charles will have a conversation with someone too. Like we have, we have like three, of the main characters now like who've who've had a heart to heart with someone mm -hmm. and so i mean i don't know <laughs> like i'm excited for the next one as i always am but yeah i don't know where it's gonna go so i'm just excited we already know now that is marshall <laughs> yeah i actually just thought of a bonus question based on what you said so if you don't mind we could do it afterwards <laughs> the what the, I thought of a bonus question based on what you said. Oh, sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it after. Yeah, Lucian, what are your thoughts on the future of the relationship or what, what are we going to see? Um, I'm kind of excited. So I first was like shipping Sam and Charles really hard, but after seeing them actually be intimate and see Charles's like bad personality traits come out, which is totally fine. Like everyone can work through those, but I feel like it's just not going to work with them. Like Sam and Marshall are so natural and it just flows so well that I, I kind of feel like I'm jumping ship here halfway through the series, you know? So I'm really excited to see more of that and see someone, hopefully Sam, pound Austin. She just needs to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if like Sam will stand up to Austin herself. Or if somebody like Charles or Marshall will come rescue her and be like, get away from here. Like someone will just randomly, you know, pop up and happen to be in the same store. Yeah, I really hope it's going to be Sam. Like that'd be kind of like defeating her character growth if it was somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Or, or it could be Mr. Young with his, maybe he reactivated his Peachy Poochie Pie Protection System protocol. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know what you said, Ocean, also, like, I feel very similarly. I was a massive, like, you know, I guess, Charles fan in particular. So that by default, that made me a, um, what's the word? Um, what's the word for their ship? Charm. Charm. Um, um, fan. But, you know, I've grown to like Marshall more and more over these past, like, I don't know, a couple of arcs or these past few months. So... And I also don't think necessarily that her getting together with Marshall for a while means that she won't ultimately get back together with Charles. So I'm totally fine with, you know, us going on a Marshall ride, you know, for the next while. And whatever happens, happens, you know, I'm fine either way. I'm not, I know there are some people who are like diehard one of the other fans and like they just don't want to read the story if it's not their ship. I don't care. I'm like happy either way. <laughs> when it started and, you know, the first, the first couple of scenes was just that like them in the halls and all that I was like oh great another one it's going to be very you know it's going to be her and Marshall and we're going to see the relationship and it's going to be like that but no this has been like completely like it's gone like wishy-washy and lots of turns and lots of character growth and I love it so much like it when it started I was fearful that it was going to be like the same 
you know, um, what do they call it? Like Wait, soup yeah. or whatever, you know, like it's always the same, like it's the same recipe, mm. but no, this is not it. So really glad because <laughs> it's great. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward. All right. Yeah. Ready to do our bonus question? Sure. Okay. Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Tacos, Anne Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Imelda, Esther, I'm watching you people, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, Kate, Lily, Beckett, Saranda, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Diana, Luisa, and Rachel. Your support is truly appreciated. Thank you.